0: Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is K Today with Jack and Friends on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, greetings and welcome in on a
1: Thursday morning. It is our final show of 2021 on K Today with Jack and Friends. We will be off tomorrow. Back again Monday, but glad to have you with us. As uh, ready for uh, ready for three hours of fun, frivolity, and excitement. Uh, coming up on the show today, uh, it is a ticket Thursday, and the tickets that we've got up for grabs today are a pair of tickets to Nebraska men's basketball. Playing Illinois on January 11th, so uh, into Big Ten play, uh, quality competition there. That'll be a Tuesday night game on the 11th, so if you would like to win those today, you've got a shot. I have put together a uh, how-well-did-you-pay-attention-in-2021 Quiz. It's uh, it's multiple choice. Okay, so you're not going to be completely flummoxed by anything. You just, uh, just ABC. And the first person who gets three right in a row, who knew their year very well, is going to pick up those tickets to Nebraska men's basketball on Tuesday night. So be listening for that cue to call about an hour. From right now, we'll have our morning drive counting down the five things we're talking about today. 8 o'clock hour, Robin Eshelman, Dave Albers, the Grow Lincoln team will join me with a little bit of a look back on the business economic uh, growth trends in Lincoln in 2021. So I look forward to, to talk to her about that. Um, and uh, we'll get into some some of the other things that are going on right now and went on in in 2021 with Robin and Dave. So that's coming up at 8:10, and then 8:35 today we will be joined by Dr. Ken Dewey, our weather and climate guru. And he and I planned this two weeks ago to uh, to do it on this day. It just worked out with with everyone's schedule. But don't look now, but it looks like our timing was very good on this because what started out during the weekend and the beginning of the week with extended forecast as a hey, uh, chance for some light snow. It's going to get a lot colder, but there's a chance for some some light snow during the course of Saturday, which would be New Year's Day. has uh, Let's just say the forecasts have evolved a bit, and if you haven't been paying attention for the last 12 to 24 hours to those forecasts, it is now potentially looking a little bit more significant for the Lincoln area. Here is the latest that we've got. I've got an update from the National Weather Service Omaha uh, just that came out here about 15 minutes ago. And uh, they put out their current snow map. And again, this is for Friday night through Saturday night is the included time in this. Right now, they have got Lincoln squarely in a strip of snowfall that would be four to six inches, and so that would be pretty significant for uh, first big snowfall of 2021's winter. Well, it'll be 2022's 2021-2022 winter uh, here at this point. Now, also, it, it, it's it's basically, and it's crazy how often this happens. But there's kind of a line of demarcation. You know where it is. It always is there at I-80. So north of I eighty, you are looking at significantly smaller snowfall totals. South of I eighty, uh, you get up to the southwest corner of the state. Right now, they've got Fall City projected for six to eight inches of snow. But go up to to you know Takema Norfolk, uh, we're talking like two inches of snow. Further north that you get, Omaha's in the three to four inches right now. Now the the Weather Service does clarify that there's uncertainty in the track of the storm. The values could change by several inches over the course of the next 48 hours. Uh, But there likely is going to be some snow and not just a trace of snow at this point. And then when you factor in what's going to be happening with the temperatures and the winds, uh, that'll make it a little bit more... Tenuous on Saturday, snow and blowing snow most of the day. Right now, the forecast high for Saturday is 9 with a wind chill of 5 below. And Lincoln and Lancaster County are officially in a winter storm watch. Uh, Friday night through Saturday evening as well. Uh, Carla James from the newsroom is in here right now. She had a little bit on this in her newscast as well. Uh, Good morning, Carla. How are you doing today?
2: Good morning. I heard you talking about this, and I just wanted to pop in because I just got off of the phone with the National Weather Service. Okay. Um, So what they are predicting right now, tracking a, a snow event coming through. Lincoln area, three to four inches is what they're calling for right now. It's going to be the light and fluffy kind, so be prepared for blowing snow um, and um, for visibilities if you're out driving. Estimated time of arrival is 3 a.m. on Saturday. Okay. So we're going to kind of, New Year's Eve should Everybody be Everybody okay. get
1: home from New Year's Eve before it starts. Right. right.
2: But another thing, too, if you're out and about on New Year's Eve, it is going to be extremely cold. Temperatures below zero. We're looking at wind chills 20 to 25 below right now hmm. on, on, uh, on New Year's front, Eve on night. On New Year's Eve night,
0: right. Lovely.
2: Okay. And um, let me see. Anything else? I just j- jotted some notes down. Uh, be careful driving because of blowing and drifting or drifting snow too. Yeah. You know, with that, especially with the visibilities, this is that, like I said, the light, fluffy variety, and um, it could cause some problems. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we're looking at uh, three to four inches for the Lincoln area. Okay. All right. And cold. And, very cold. And
1: cold, and especially it's going to bottom out. Temperature wise, both overnight Saturday and overnight Sunday. Uh, so if you're coming back from New Year's Eve party at, well, you know, two in the morning, you're looking at wind chills of seven below at that point. And that wind's going to be increasing during the, during the course of the night. And then again, on Sunday night, where we're talking more like 25 below wind chills Sunday night into Monday. And so here we go, Carla. Here we are. Are we ready for it? Uh Uh,
2: I, we ha- here.
1: Here's the here's the thing. Okay, the first snowfall that the city always gets, everybody kind of forgot how to drive in snow. You find out we all kind of lost the ability to do that. Normally, it's something that happens in October, November, or December, and it's maybe just an inch or two. But man, if we're talking, if this bumps up a little bit, and we're talking, I saw one projection that of four to six inches yeah That could be interesting, could that be. could be interesting on a holiday as well, so all right, there you go. Thank you very much, Carla. Let us know if you've got anything else on that uh so yeah, snow situation coming for Saturday during the day. And uh, I know a friend of the show, Rusty Dawkins, as well. He put his his map out there, and he's got that heaviest snow. line. I mean, it's basically the same the same thing. The heaviest snow line, according to the projections, right now, are along the Nebraska Kansas border into extreme southeast Nebraska. Uh, so the Hebron, Beatrice, Falls City area would be getting the heaviest totals right now, slightly lower. Totals in in uh, Lincoln, York, along I eighty, of course, and then tapering off as you get up to to Columbia and Norfolk, Columbus and Norfolk, I should say. So there you go, uh, man. It'll be John. You think we're gonna? How do you think we're gonna deal with this? I'm just sit- sitting here trying to remind myself layers,
3: layers. I'll have to if I'm going out Friday night layers. I'm, yeah, I'm not used to it yet. I think. Before yesterday, there was only one time so far this season that I even put on a winter coat.
1: And yeah, I don't, I don't typically do a winter coat until it gets pretty bad. I often don't break the winter coat out until January. I think I did one time this year during our caroling night, and that's the only time that I have. Now, I, we're going out to visit the in-laws uh, in central Iowa over the weekend, and, and I'm glad that this thing doesn't start to get here until Saturday. We, we've already made it, but... Yeah, and it's always, I have found this to be true. It is always like 10 degrees colder and feels 20 degrees colder in Iowa than it is in Nebraska. I don't know what it is, but it always feels that way. So uh, I think that's all I've got right now on the weather. We kind of just got a flood of this stuff, guys, uh, over the course of really the last several hours uh, on this. And, uh, yeah, and, and, and I guess the other interesting thing is that those wind chill forecasts for, for New Year's, those New Year's celebrations, that actually is going to get a lot colder as you get further north as you look at those numbers right now uh your your lows in the state friday night through saturday wind chill wise hardington 29 below uh o'neill 28 below if anybody's going to o'neill for uh for new year's uh south sioux city 25 below and so that's going to be the coldest part of the state although they probably won't see the snow so uh, there you go. We, uh, of course, will uh, will continue to update uh, on this over the course of the day. And everybody who's talking about this right now, in terms of the experts, have been very clear that this can change. This certainly can change, and so keep that in mind. I guess hopefully the the good part of it is given that it is happening on. Uh, late, late night, New Year's Eve into New Year's Day, and then through the day, New Year's Day, it is going to be a day where there hopefully won't be a ton of travel with it falling on the actual holiday. So, you know, just a good day, just a good day to, uh, to, to, to sleep in late, right? Uh, get, get that, uh, get that hot chocolate turn on, bowl games all day long. Now, this is another year where they're doing the, uh, they're doing the college football playoff on New Year's Eve. I keep forget. I mean, I don't know how I forget it because ESPN has a commercial, a promo for it, like every 10 minutes. But the... So the playoffs, the playoff games will be tomorrow on on New Year's Eve, which I hate. I mean, I really don't like that. I would really rather... Uh, just the traditionalist in me really likes New Year's Day to be have the biggest game on them. But uh, yeah, this year uh the the first game which is alabama cincinnati on a like on a work day for a lot of people still not for me but for a lot of people a work day so that'll start 2:30 in the afternoon tomorrow and then michigan and georgia which is the second semifinal which will be in the orange bowl is at 6:30 tomorrow and then uh you'll you'll go on all the way to january 10th on a monday night which is always the dumbest, they put all these championship games on Monday nights, but that's in Indianapolis on January 10th, and so uh, a lot of college football, haven't didn't have any additional bowl games canceled tomorrow, okay, so knock on wood there, I'm kind of excited to watch some of the games tonight, they were pretty, ex- pretty exciting ones last night, Oklahoma and Oregon at least uh, was high scoring, Iowa State tried to come back against Clemson, but they weren't able to do it, and Other good news, Husker Sports ramping back up again starting today. We'll talk a little bit about this in sports, but Nebraska women's basketball scheduled to take Michigan State on today. Get back into that Big Ten schedule, try and keep their unbeaten streak alive. Haven't heard about any issues in either program with COVID there. And then I should note, Nebraska men's basketball, and they feel like they've been on a break for just forever, both those teams, really feel like they've been on a long, long break, Uh, but they'll get back to it on Sunday night. They're scheduled to get back to it on Sunday night. Now, keep in mind, if you've got tickets to that game or you're planning on going to that game, Ohio State did have their last game canceled now, it sounds like, from the things the program is saying right now, that there isn't any belief that this game is in danger of happening. Uh, but stay tuned, because we've seen how this has absolutely gone over the course of the bowl season and the last couple of weeks of the college basketball, NBA, NHL season as well. So, there you go. I, I, you you wonder how much this impacts uh, New Year's Eve plan. I haven't done... I'm trying to think... Last time, well, I'll, I take it back. I was trying to think of the last time I actually did something like social on New Year's Eve. <laughs> With I'm trying to think of the last time I probably haven't made it to midnight for the last couple of years, which is sad. I had been on a long streak of of doing that, but I I I, uh, I hosted the. Uh, the first Plymouth the the Plymouth brass brass concert a couple of years, so I went out and did that. We actually had a New Year's Eve wedding a couple of years ago. Like right, it was the last fun thing that we did before the pandemic, going from 2019 to 2020. But yeah, I'm gonna be up. Uh, I'm gonna be up with the in laws in Iowa, hanging out doing our Christmas there on uh, New Year's Eve. It always times out. Always times out when we go there. There's an Iowa bowl game, and it will be no exception this year. Iowa's going to be in a bowl game, and uh, once again, I got to hear about how Nebraska is not in one. One of these years, we're going to get through all that. So, uh, those are the some of the things going on today. Uh, one one story I did want to uh, mention here that I thought was was interesting. You see this report that a uh, a Lincoln man told police that there were 16 pistols missing from his home this week so uh, the the guy uh contacts police says there's a burglary at his home near 18th and superior streets uh said he so he said he noticed the door to his house was left ajar about a month ago and didn't think anything of it and then it turns out uh, i don't know if he had looked looked for him you know at some point and realize hey there was a while back but they're all gone 16 pistols worth a total of over 16 thousand dollars that were taken from that home you you just you wonder a story like that what exactly is is behind everything there how does one know that one of someone else's house has 16 pistols inside of it what is everything else that is going on with that one. But nonetheless, uh, nonetheless, an interesting story here in the capital city. All right, uh, we're going to grab our break right now. I've got sports ready for you right after that. Give you a little bit more updates from the bowl games. Plus, it looks like we're starting to get maybe the first inkling of how the completion of Nebraska football's coaching staff is going to happen and who might be doing what a lot of talk. Is it going to be a running backs coach? Is it going to be a special teams coach? Maybe it'll be both. I'll tell you about that scenario here coming up in sports.
0: 624, you are listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Get today's top news in sports directly to your inbox. Sign up for The Daily at KLIN.com. A look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln and conversation on how that news affects us here. It's time for the Sound Off on LNK Today.
1: Hey, uh, just a quick note before we get into the the Sound Off as we talk about a weather forecast that includes snow and, and bitter cold. Uh, A reminder that uh, we are in the nominating period for Warm Winter Wish right now. And uh, we're teaming up with Bryan Air Conditioning, Heating, Electrical, and Plumbing to lend a helping hand to families in the area with Warm Winter Wish I'm, I'm sure you you realize this, but it's very unfortunate this time of year that there are homes without a, a working furnace for various reasons. Uh, people may not have the resources to fix or replace a, a broken furnace, uh, a whole lot of reasons out there. If you know of anyone that would be a good candidate... To receive a new furnace, you can nominate someone to uh, to get that from Brian. Air conditioning, heating, electrical, and plumbing. Now you've got until January sixth, um, and so Brian is going to be doing that and announcing shortly thereafter uh, what they're going to do. But if you would like to uh, nominate someone who fits in. To That description, somebody who needs a furnace right now as we get into the winter of 2022, make sure to go to KLIN.com. Got a, got a little banner right there. You can click on and we've got a link to Warm Winter Wish from Bryant. And um, they've been doing this for 11 years. Uh, that they've been accepting nominations for this, and they encourage family, friends, coworkers, uh, even in the, the individuals in need, to complete the Warm Winter Wish online nominating form. Only, only thing is, re- recipients must live in Lincoln or within Brian Lincoln's service area, fifty miles uh, surrounding the capital city, so that they can uh, get that so they can get that installed. So there you go. That's going until January sixth. Go to klin. dot com, and thanks to Bryant for doing this, glad we can partner with that, with them for the 2021-2022 winter season. Uh, all right, let's jump in to the sound. Uh, let's just get, let's just get the COVID stuff out of the way, shall we? We'll get it out of the way at the front end of this thing and move on to some other things. White House yesterday with more details on exactly what their COVID response is going to be as Omicron continues to move through the United States.
4: In an audio briefing, the president's COVID czar says half a billion tests will be distributed for free beginning next month, but the contract has yet to be completed. Earlier this week, President Biden says his administration has been ramping up testing, but admitted it's not been enough. The New York Times says the number of COVID cases recorded yesterday in the United States skyrocketed to nearly half a million. Almost Twice the number of the worst single day last winter. Here in the nation's capital, medical experts say it's the highest risk anywhere in the country. A 900% spike in cases over the past two weeks.
1: So there you go. And sorry, I know these are a little bit quiet. That's my fault. Uh, these are a little bit low. Pump the, pump the volume up uh, for them. The interesting thing to me... And I don't know if you can completely trust this number as being accurate, but we talked about this yesterday about how the number of Omicron cases in the listening area, in Lincoln-Lancaster County area, that they said on Tuesday that there have only been five cases confirmed. Now, if if that's true, and it's it's probably, I mean, there's probably some level more than that, but if that's true... The reality of the situation is we are not yet locally really going through whatever this is for for better or worse right now. Um, it, there, I, I kind of had an assumption, which turns out to be a wrong assumption, but I had an assumption that what was happening here was already what was happening in, in these other parts of the world that we're hearing about right now. But turns out it's... It's not, and so that, I mean, that's what we're looking at in January and February. And, you know, I don't, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? I actually don't know. I'm not here to, to tell you which is, is the case. What you hope, I can tell you this, what you hope is that it's something where the results, the severity of this is not as significant as Delta as the other variants that we've seen so far. I mean, that's the hope, but I think the clear, I mean, I think it's clear to see just with what's happening with numbers in other parts of the country and other parts of the world with transmissibility related to this, that those case numbers are going to go up. And, you know, I've, uh, uh, but on the other hand, if it's right, if it's not severe, If it's not significantly severe, will people even get tested? Will you even find out about this as well? So there's, I mean, there's a lot of questions about this. And then building onto that, how long do you actually now have the virus? How long can it sit there before it actually starts to manifest manifest itself with any symptoms at all? Nebraska has kind of been a key state in trying to figure that out. Here's a little bit more on
5: that. Public health regulators have long said that the coronavirus could take two weeks following infection to cause symptoms in patients. But a new study now published by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control suggests that incubation period could be much shorter for the virus's Omicron variant, even as short as two or three days. That's the conclusion of a study performed by the University of Nebraska who kept tabs on a person who traveled to and back from Africa and whose U.S. family tested positive and showed symptoms in as few as 35 hours. Eben Brown, Fox News. Okay, so that's interesting. Now, I assume
1: you might recall last month the, there was this initial report of Omicron in, in Nebraska. I believe it was in the Crete area with someone who had, who had traveled to Africa. Now, could that be a good thing if there's a shorter incubation period of time? Meaning, you don't suspect that you've got anything if there are no symptoms for the most part. And if you're going around potentially spreading it for two weeks as opposed to two days, that perhaps is a shorter time that you are are out with, with spread of this and you're going to know more quickly if you've got it. Again, you know what? I, I, to sit here and say anything definitive right now would be dishonest at this point about about any of this i just want to make sure you guys know what is happening with this as well i can tell you what i hope i mean i can i can tell you what i hope with this whole thing and that is that this turns out to be one of those scenarios that epidemiologists did talk about when you would read one of those articles is how does this how does this pandemic finally end and that a less severe more transmissible strain would end up kind of, kind of running through these places, which would um, hopefully not cost uh, as much life, as much severe symptoms, as much hospital capacity, uh, and develop a a sort of immunity that would really significantly stop the virus, uh, or at least hold back the virus from doing the damage that it has for the last couple of years. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, that is the latest there. I don't think I have anything. I don't think I have anything else on that. But l- l- so let's get to some some of the other things going on right now. Do you get, did you guys get fifteen push messages on your phone yesterday afternoon when the uh, the Maxwell verdict <laughs> was read? <laughs> I hadn't looked at my phone for like ten minutes, and Lincoln Journal Star, Omaha World Herald. BuzzFeed, Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, you name it, they all, they all were sending me push notifications about this verdict. And it sounds like uh, the cohort of Jeffrey Epstein. Much like him, also going to prison.
6: Maxwell faces decades in prison after a jury of six men and six women convicted her on sex trafficking, conspiracy, and other charges. Defense Attorney Bobby Sternheim said this decision will not be the last word.
2: We firmly believe in Glenn's innocence. Obviously, we are very disappointed with the verdict. We have already started working on the appeal. And we are confident that she will be vindicated.
6: The defense has maintained Maxwell is being punished for the actions of Jeffrey Epstein, who took his own life before standing trial on sex abuse charges. Gernal Scott, Fox News.
1: Yeah, Um. so she's 60 years old, and the case against her relied mainly on the testimony of these women. Uh, there were four of them who said they were sexually abused by Epstein when they were under the age of 18, the accusation against Maxwell um, was that she facilitated, sometimes participated in uh, in the abuse that was going on. She showed no visible reaction when the sentence was handed down and the charges, sex trafficking of a minor, transporting a minor with the intent to engage in criminal sexual activity, and then three related counts of conspiracy he also still faces two pending perjury charges related to a twenty sixteen civil disposition. Uh, all right, other things that are going on in the world here this morning. Powerball. I told you earlier this week that it's been a couple of months since anyone's won and starting to get up into those gaudy numbers where people pay attention. Well, that's going to bump up here again in the next few days.
2: You get a chance to kick off the new year as a multi-millionaire after the last Powerball drawing of this year finished with no jackpot winner. The next drawing on New Year's Day is worth an estimated $483 million. And if it adds a mere $5 more, the jackpot would be in the top 20 of all lottery prizes. Powerball's grand prize has been growing since early October, when one ticket in California won nearly seven hundred million dollars. Carmen Roberts, Fox News.
1: Uh, lottery records in terms of the biggest ever uh, on on theirs was uh, in 2016. Uh, that was the largest one, and that was a, a Powerball. Uh, And there were actually three tickets that won that largest ticket. So they split that up. $1.5 billion? Seriously? Oh, my goodness. Um, Right. And then uh, the largest single ticket was Mega Millions in October of 2018 in South Carolina. And then you had one, another one that was over a billion in Michigan. And that was in uh, January of 2021. That was this year, apparently. I don't even remember I don't even particularly remember that here at this point. So uh you're starting to get into that territory of those those huge numbers that we've seen a couple of times over the last few years and of course with the holiday of a lot of people that are buying tickets as well. Uh let's do this. Guys, what's the forecast for gas prices in twenty twenty two? Now fortunately we've seen a little bit, a little bit, it seems like, locally of those prices creeping back. I paid under $3 once last week, I believe, and it wasn't at one of the big box stores. Uh, but is that going to continue? Where are the trends going in 2022? Let's find out more.
5: 2021 has been marked by, among other things, higher fuel costs. Pump prices are on average $1. twenty more than they were at the end of the Trump administration. And now the analysts at GasBuddy.com think most places around the nation We'll see gas greater than 4 bucks a gallon in 2022, meaning bigger cities in higher-tax states could see that price soar even greater. Higher prices indicate a few things, mainly a lack of supply, a higher demand, and the presence of inflation. Eben Brown, Fox News. Oh, $4.
1: You think we'll see $4 gas in, in 2022? My goodness. I would hope not. Remember that guy yesterday wrote in? I didn't even know this, but wrote in and said there's $75 max on the credit card uh, transactions at gas pumps. I had no idea. I don't know. $4. $4. I, I remember when it was almost 5 about a decade and a half ago. I, I paid four ninety something, I think at one point in Lincoln. Now, Of course, and I'm not going to name names, but I'm pretty sure I live the closest gas station to my home, is consistently the most expensive gas station in Lincoln. If you know what I'm talking about, you can text me. But I, I, swear, I swear it's the closest gas station in Lincoln. And and I'll tell you what. And there's, like I said, like I've talked about for years on this show, there are weird deserts for gas in Lincoln, Nebraska. There, I, I. It's gotten a little bit better since I first brought this up, because it used to be, it used to be this big cross, this big X, uh, plus sign in the middle of the city that went from O Street, right in my office here, where we are, our, our studio, across the street. I can see a quick shop out the window. Went all the way to 84th Street. N- there was nothing. Now there's there since Hyvie and Russ's have both put gas stations up on the what the north side of the street there but then the other half of the plus sign is 70th street from van dorn to i don't even know where is there one in Meadow lane still you have to go further than that it is it is the most major street in any city the size of lincoln i think it's the most major street area without <laughs> without gas stations and so sometimes beggars can't be choosers when they have that situation, and uh last but not least, how about this a real life doogie hauser now i have a I have a seventeen year old right now in my home, but a fifteen year old just got his history degree. At UNLV.
2: Jack Rico earned his bachelor's degree in history from the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, with a grade point average of 3.78. According to the school's Facebook page, Jack is one of the school's youngest grads. In June 2020, Jack began classes at UNLV to complete his bachelor's, graduating this month. Jack plans to achieve his master's degree, but is unsure of a career path just yet and will be taking next semester off to relax his mom says his motivation has been to make enough money to take care of his autistic sister for the rest of her life monica deluca fox news that's
1: awesome take it taken taking time to relax after he basically completed a history what did he get that in two years my goodness so congratulations to the uh, 15-year-old graduate of the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, and, uh, and that touching there at the end, um, wanting to take care of his sister and have enough money to be able to do that. I appreciate that. All right, let's take a break. It is uh, 6.53 right now. We're here from the, uh, our friends at the Capital Humane Society. Uh, maybe some pets for the new year well they have some adoptable ones that we'll tell you about coming up after the break you are listening to lincoln's news and talk
0: 14993 klin it's our weekly spotlight of pets for you to adopt from the capital humane society on lnk today
1: 60 degrees in the capital city on this thursday morning yeah maybe uh maybe you think 2022 is the year that you bring a friend home with you, and we always encourage you to think about adopting from the Capital Humane Society. And to kind of, kind of trigger some thoughts on that, we uh, bring Matt on to tell us uh, to tell us what's available this week at the Capital Humane Society. Morning, Matt. How you doing, man? Good. How about yourself? Good. Uh, excited to hear about the pets that you're featuring here on this last Thursday of 2021.
3: Yeah. So we've got uh, first off, we got Wheaties. So Wheaties is a nine to ten month old domestic short hair neutered male. Uh, he's a brown black tabby in color. And he's definitely been eating his Wheaties because he's over 10 pounds. Uh, but he was surrendered to us because his previous family, they just decided they didn't have time for him anymore, couldn't take care of him. Uh, so they surrendered him. He's a very friendly, outgoing cat. Uh, so he is looking for his new family today, and hopefully he can find his new family before the new year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. What else do you have?
3: And then we have Kai. So Kai is an approximately 12-week-old. She's a shepherd boxer mix. That's Ooh. our best guess. Um, given how little, little he is and, you know, he's a mixed breed, but that's what our guess is, is yeah. he's a separate boxer mix, but he is uh, neutered now. He is tan and white in color. He actually came in lost and wasn't claimed by anybody surprisingly. Hmm. And, uh, when he came in, it was about five weeks ago. So he was, he was very small. And so he has spent the last five weeks in a foster home, basically just to grow and get bigger sure. so that he could be neutered. And so he came back earlier this week and was neutered yesterday and he'll be available for adoption later today.
1: All right, uh, tell us how people go about making adoptions right now with Humane Society.
3: Yeah. So go to our website, org. We're doing a virtual line system. So you just go on there, fill out the form with your name, phone number, and then you get text message alerts, letting you know where you're at in line. And then when it's your turn to come out to the Pilot Pet Adoption Center and walk through, see who you want to meet and adopt.
1: Very cool. Nice way to do it. All right, Matt. Hey, thanks so much for joining us uh, during 2021. We'll talk again next week. All right. Have a good New Year. There you go. It's Matt from the Capital Humane Society. Coming up during the 7 o'clock hour, I got a hot pair of tickets in my hand. Nebraska men's basketball versus Illinois on January 11th. I keep saying this. Yeah, the season hasn't gone how we wanted to. But I, th- I, think, I think there are still going to be some moments during the conference season when those unexpected wins happen. Uh, the students storm the floor that kind of thing. We're going to get some fun moments out of this and you don't want to miss it. And that might be January 11th when Nebraska plays Illinois and night out to go to the game. So I got a pair of tickets for that. We're going to play How well did you know this year? Uh, it's it's not really one of our official games, but I made a quiz about 2021 and don't don't worry, I didn't make it like genius level here this time. It's multiple it's it's multiple choice. And I think I think it might be easy. We'll see. So anyway, uh, I'm going to give you a cue to call coming up here in about ten minutes between weather and traffic. So listen for that. Uh, and then also coming up, we'll have our morning drive, the five things people are talking about today during the eight o'clock hour. The Grow Lincoln team, Robin and Dave, will join me. Kind of a look back in the year, and maybe some vision as to what post South Beltway Lincoln. Might look like uh, interesting to have that conversation as well. And then eight thirty-five today, Doctor Ken Dewey, he'll have the very latest forecast for us with this snow that's coming for New Year's Day. It's seven o'clock on KLIM in Lincoln.
2: Brittany Foster.
1: All right, it is time for Ticket Thursday. Kind of excited about this quiz I put together today a little stroll back through twenty twenty one and uh you know it it's uh, you don't have to be a genius to do this one it is a uh, multiple choice so the first person to get three multiple choice questions in a row about what happened how close were you paying attention in twenty 21 multiple choice style three in a row if you get three in a row we are going to give you a pair of ticks to the january 11th nebraska illinois basketball game so give us a call right now i'll take uh we'll take caller three to start things out but then if we uh uh, get going after that sometimes we don't get a winner right away keep calling in after that you can get in line to play take caller three right now at 402-479-1400 to play ticket thursday 2021 quiz Yeah, you know, this always happens this time of year. You get all the retrospectives on the year that was, the top stories, the the montages. You're like, oh yeah, oh, yeah that uh, that happened in 2021, didn't it? Seemed like maybe a long year. Well, I have put together a little quiz, a news quiz, kind of kind of in the vein of our current events quizzes, uh, but it's past events quizzes uh, here on 2021. But lucky for you, it is. Multiple choice, and so we are going to see how well did you know your 2021, and if you get three in a row, I'm going to send you to uh, uh, what should be an interesting basketball game, Nebraska-Illinois coming up on the 11th. That's a Tuesday night, so you and a friend can go see some Nebraska basketball at Pinnacle Bank arena and hopefully the snow will be gone we'll be back in the 50 degree weather by then and you can hang out have a drink in the rail yard before the game all right so uh, we do have one line still open we got our first two contestants lined up if you want to get in line you can do that at 402-479-1400 as soon as someone drops off jump in and you can be the next player Scott's taking the first shot at this this morning good morning Scott how you doing I'm doing well thank you all right here you go so I'll give you the question then I will give you three options For the answer, uh, you need to get three in a row. If so, you are our winner. All right. So we will start with number one. Who won the 2021 Oscar for Best Actor? Was it Anthony Hopkins, Chadwick Boseman, or Leslie Odom? Anthony Hopkins, Chadwick Boseman, or Leslie Odom? Leslie Odom. Is it Leslie Odom? No, I'm sorry. One and done. First, Scott, that opens a phone line for you 402 479 1400. Chris is going to take the next shot of this morning. Chris.
3: Hey, Jack. How
1: you doing? I'm good. How are you doing?
3: Oh,
1: hanging in there, but uh, boy, that's a tough question. In the first one—it was a one out of three chance. Is the Oscar Best Actor of the year? I—I'll be honest, I didn't remember that either. Uh, okay, we'll—we'll yeah. we'll see how you do here. In January of 2021, stock shares of what company unexpectedly soared? Is it Apple, GameStop, or Zoom? Apple, GameStop, or Zoom?
3: Well, that was GameStop, if I remember
1: right. That is correct. That was correct. Remember, that was a that was 2021. I forgot about that. All those people were, were doing the short sell and buy in games or whatever it was, and and GameStop went yeah. way up. All right, that's one. Can you get two more? In 2021, Tom Brady won a Super Bowl with the Bucks. How many total Super Bowl rings does that give him? Is it six, seven, or eight? Six. Seven or eight for Tom Brady. Seven. Is it seven? Yes. Here we go. Chris is rolling through on this thing. <laughs> All right, we're going to go back to the beginning. Uh, this is kind of the middle of 2021. What was the name of the container ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal in 2021? Remember this thing? They had that thing crosswise, and they had to get out the little mm. little backloader. Was it White Pearl, Verbana? Or Ever Given? Was it White Pearl, Verbana, or Ever Given? Oh,
3: this is going to be a guess.
1: Okay. Uh, This is for all the marbles. I'll go with the
3: third one. Uh, Ever ever
1: Given? Ever Given? That's Ever Given! You got it! (laughs) You got a ni- nice guess. I'll never forget wow. I'll never forget that picture of that giant ship which is called Evergiven and they had that little tiny backloader <laughs> right there trying to <laughs> trying to dig it out. Uh eventually successfully. So there you go. Hey, you did it, Chris. You got three in a row. You were going to the basketball game on the eleventh. Hang tight, we're gonna get information, all right? Okay. Happy, Happy New Year. Year. There you go. Happy New Year. To you. Yep. All right. So Chris is our winner. I told you it wasn't that hard. Okay, you guys, we're going we're gonna to go through. I wrote this thing last night. I did some deep research on 2021. So if you're in the car, if you're at home with the kids right now, let's see if you guys, you tell me how well you did on that. I don't have a prize to give you, but uh, we'll see. Now, the Oscar of the year, you guys remember this? This was a, this was a weird year for the, uh, for the op- Oscars, but the Oscar did go. Remember I asked Anthony Hopkins, Chadwick Boseman, or uh, who was the last one that I said? Leslie Odom. That's what he guessed. Leslie Odom was up for Best, uh, best Supporting Actor, uh, but he actually won. He was the oldest winner. It was Anthony Hopkins. Uh, he was the oldest winner at 83 years old in a competitive acting category for the movie The Father, which I have absolutely not seen. So there you go. Uh, the uh, January 2021 stock shares, that was GameStop. We went over that. Tom Brady got his seventh Super Bowl. Um, and then uh, the container ship was, was ever given. Okay. How about this one? This is a little bit of a tough one. I, I'll be honest. I probably wouldn't have gotten this one. In June, what country's leaders' rivals formed a coalition government to dislodge him from power? Is it Spain is it Israel or is it Nigeria? Spain, Israel, or Nigeria? Now, now the way that you can probably figure this out is most people, I would think, can name one of the recent leaders for one of those countries. But this was, so maybe that helps you? If you had Israel, you are right. That's uh, Benjamin Netanyahu. And uh, he went out of power in June of 2021. In June, a Florida condo in what city collapsed? Do you remember that condo collapse? Really scary. Was it Vero Beach? Was it Palm Bay? Or was it Surfside? Vero Beach, Palm Bay, or Surfside? Got your pick? That was Surfside, Florida. Surfside, Florida, in that giant condo collapse. All right. uh, This summer, what movie franchise gave the movie industry its best box office open since 2019? The first time they kind of said, okay, movies are sort of back here at this point. Was it, which movie franchise was it? Was it X-Men, The Fast and the Furious, or Jurassic Park? X-Men, The Fast and the Furious... Or Jurassic Park. I don't think X-Men or Jurassic Park even had a movie in, in 2021. So that was Fast and the Furious this summer. In the summer, the Biden administration warned American businesses about the dangers of operating in what country? Hong Kong, South Korea, or Brazil? Hong Kong, South Korea, or Brazil? That was Hong Kong. That was, uh, that was Hong Kong because of everything uh, that's been going on there over the course of the last couple of years. What was the name of the hurricane that hit Louisiana on the 16th anniversary of Katrina? This was just a few months ago, yet it's hard to remember. Was it Ida, Claudette, or Elsa? Ida, Claudette, or Elsa? What number are you holding up on your hand? Number one, it was Ida. It was Ida. In uh, October, what airline canceled over 1,800 flights due to weather and air control problems? Was it Delta, United, or Southwest? Delta, United, or Southwest? Yeah? Southwest. Southwest. I actually don't remember that one either. Who performed at the 2021 Super Bowl halftime? Justin Timberlake, The Weeknd, or Beyonce? Justin Timberlake, The Weeknd, or Beyonce? I cannot believe this was 2021 because I remember this performance. Remember he was walking through that like tunnel where he looked like he was lost, and it was kind of a weird. It was like a fever dream. It was The Weeknd. That was the 2021 Super Bowl halftime. That seems like a long time ago. The port of what city started operating 24-7 in early fall because of supply chain issues? What city's port? Is that Long Beach, Los Angeles, or Charleston? Long Beach, Los Angeles, or Charleston? You all know this one. We talked about this one a lot. Los Angeles, Port of Los Angeles. That was the one that they talked about so significantly with um, having troubles with drivers, with getting the ships in, all of those things. Uh, this fall, what longstanding U.S. company announced it would split into three entities? These get harder as we go on, don't they? General Electric, Remington, or Colgate. General Electric, Electric, Remington, or Colgate. Remember this? I don't know if I do exactly but this was uh General Electric. Electric if I could ever say it that'd be amazing. Yeah, they they basically they they put out an announcement uh that GE Aviation, Healthcare and Combined Renewable Energy, Power and Digital Businesses so it's a three basically into three divisions, Healthcare, a- Aviation and Energy Transition. No longer do they just make light bulbs. Uh all right, next question. Do some sports. Got a couple of uh, sports. One here. Nebraska men's basketball team was eliminated from the conference tournament in 2021 by what Big Ten team? Purdue, Rutgers, or Penn State? Nebraska men's basketball team was eliminated from the conference tournament in 2021 by what Big Ten team? Purdue, Rutgers, or Penn State? I'm gonna be honest, guys. I'm about as big as a Nebraska basketball fan as you can find. I didn't remember this at all. <laughs> I had no idea. I would not I don't I might have guessed it right, but it wasn't because I had a real specific memory of it. Penn State apparently knocked Nebraska out of the men's basketball tournament in twenty twenty one, ending their season. And then last but not least, employees quitting what uh employees quitting at what Lincoln fast food restaurant chain made national news last summer. Remember this? The marquee was it Subway Burger King or Wendy's? Subway, Burger King, or Wendy's? It's the home of the Whopper. The home of the Whopper over there in Havelock. It was Burger King. So, there you go. How well did you do on your 2021 quiz? Uh, By the way, I got a, uh, a note from Steven. Here's one that's a Jack special. What game did Nebraska special teams fail? Is that a trick question? Is that a trick question? Uh, Then a text from Chicken Rich, that little backhoe trying to get the, the, whoa, ship straightened out. Typo there on his, uh, almost made a mistake there. Uh, As a direct parallel uh, with the basketball coach trying to get the program back on track. (laughs) He said talk text called it what it probably should be and then he tells me Hong Kong is not a country so i didn't didn't do that right so there you go that is your 2021 quiz how well did you know what happened in 2021 congratulations to chris he picks up those nebraska basketball tickets we will continue to keep ticket thursday going in 2022 i have instructed everybody here at KLIN Radio and Broadcast House, scour the city for the best tickets, events, games, concerts, whatever that we've got, and let's get them on to Ticket Thursday. We play the game at seven ten. We kind of rotate the games, Caleb, uh, and then whenever I'm gone, Caleb uh, makes up new, like even more fun games, which. He's not done when I'm here, but we'll do the current events quiz. We'll do what is LNK today with Jack and Friends. Uh, thinking of we will uh, we'll do the lie detector. Uh, maybe we'll bring out some more for 2022. So there you go. That is your ticket Thursday, your final ticket Thursday of 2021. All right, we're gonna grab a break right now. I got to check his sports. Starting to maybe know how this Nebraska coaching staff for football is going to come together. In the next few days, maybe maybe a choice that we thought had to be made won't have to be made. I'll tell you what that is coming up after the break. You listen to Lincoln's News and Talk,
0: 14993-KLIN. Want today's top news stories? Top Husker stories? You can get them sent straight to your inbox every afternoon. Just sign up for the daily for free at KLIN.com. All right,
1: thank you very much, Brittany. 16 Degrees in the capital city right now. Jack Mitchell here for LAE, a smarter security solutions. It is exactly what it says. And by the way, the L stands for Lincoln, right? This is a Lincoln American Electronics, formerly known as that. You've probably seen their vans around town with the stars and stripes on them. Uh, maybe their offices there at the Trade Center over there by Edgewood. I'll tell you what, I've had their system in my house for a couple of years now. And I, I was excited about it. I'm a gadgets guy. I, I like the smart home stuff. Uh, and, you know, the, the ability to see what's going on in your house, with the cameras, I was always kind of intrigued by. But I use this so much more than I even realized that I would. The ability just to have that peace of mind when you're not there and that convenience when you're not there. How many times now are you away from your home and you're wondering are the doors locked right is the um is is the thermostat set to where it should be is the garage door down uh, what am i going to do if somebody arrives with a package during christmas we had all these packages delivered uh how would i make sure that that is safe you can do all of that, and even more. And, and the things you can customize it, and you've got a local company behind it, all with great customer service. You're not calling overseas somewhere. You're not calling to big tech trying to get help with your your product. You have a company right now, and I've, I've done that uh, a few times and got great help with it. Sally E Smarter Security Solutions. Get it in your house in 2022 like I do. Find them more online at YourSecurityAndLincoln.com.
0: It's time to count them down. The five things you'll be talking about today. This is The Morning Drive, presented by Stonebridge Insurance and Wealth Management, on 1499.3
1: KLIN. All right. I'm navigating you through the entire Morning Drive today, so let's get things started with... Number five. And we start out with weather. If you haven't been paying attention to the weather forecasting over the last 12 to 18 hours, well... Looks like something is developing for New Year's Day in the state, including the city of Lincoln. Here is the latest. Lincoln, Lancaster County, and areas to the south, uh, southwest and southeast of here are now in a winter storm watch right now, Friday night through Saturday evening. National Weather Service is saying the area, which includes Lincoln, Hebron, Beatrice, Nebraska City, Fall City, and then uh, some areas there into southwest Iowa. Uh, Talking about snow, six inches possible in the watch area, blowing snow likely, dangerous wind chills as well. The National Weather Service's latest map they put out here this morning at 530 has Lincoln squarely in the 4 to 6 inches range. Now, I know Carla also had a chance to talk to the National Weather Service, and they had that a little lower when she talked to them uh, in the 3 to 5 range. But as is so often the case, as it seems like right now, it's the old steep gradient where it goes from what they've got forecast in Fall City at 6 to 8 inches to, uh, you know, 2 to 3 in Omaha. And and so I-80 as it often is is kind of the demarcating line between lighter and heavier snow right now. They are very clear and you know this by now that these projections could change over the course of the next day or two. They have some uncertainty in the track of the storm, but especially along and south of I-80 they're saying right now it looks likely that more than 4 inches of snow will take place, which would be, you know, pretty pretty significant. Now the other thing that is going to be a factor and this the, the, especially if you are going out on new year's eve it, the, right now they're saying according to carlos conversation with the national weather service that we're looking 2 3 a.m. Uh, on new year's morning on saturday morning when the snow is supposed to start but prior to the snow starting we are going to be looking at very low wind chills high winds cold temperatures uh, we're going to get down that saturday over excuse me that friday uh, in friday overnight to saturday morning to 15 20 below wind chills and then saturday night into sunday morning even further down close to 25 below wind chills for the lincoln area so that covers everything that's your timing middle of the night uh, or very early saturday morning throughout the day on saturday and should be wrapping up by sunday and we may very well have a fresh deep coat of snow and kids are still out of school monday and tuesday sunday monday tuesday obviously or a lot of them aren't so Maybe some good sledding days. The other thing I'd note is Rusty Dawkins said this. The National Weather Service also reported this, is that it's going to be kind of the light, fluffy stuff. So hopefully easy to shovel because, yeah, you know what I'm going to say. I still didn't get that starter on my snowblower fixed after I ripped it out last year. on it. Uh, By the way, the forecast then going forward, um, Monday, 38, Tuesday, 43, and then Wednesday, 21, Thursday, 14. Twenty-nine forty is just kind of... So, it's kind of up and down after that whole thing. But this is looking like a more significant storm than it was originally forecast to be. Oh, and don't forget, guys, there's a good portion of Lincoln, Nebraska drivers who forget how to drive in the snow during the spring, summer, and fall. Okay? The first time... There's always a learning curve that first time to get everybody back ready for it once again. So... Be aware of that. Uh, plan on staying home, being warm, and watching bowl games, and getting your driveway and sidewalks, your neighbors' driveways and sidewalks, scooped out on on Saturday.
0: Number four.
1: Oh yeah, I was waiting for somebody else to read it. I'm reading it now. Uh, this is this is weird. Uh, I, I saw this story. I thought this was this was kind of interesting here. Uh, UNMC's. Mark Rupp, it's uh, the Chief in, in Infectious Disease. We talked to him a lot when we were doing our, our Road to Recovery show. Uh, but he uh, had some things to say yesterday about the coming weeks and months in the Omaha area and the state as a whole. He said the Omicron variant is just coming on gangbusters through the country and is starting to make inroads here into the Omaha metro. We will undoubtedly see additional cases and everybody needs to do their part also urge schools to rethink their no mask policies as infections rise because they are seeing an increase of children in that Omaha metro area hospitalized with COVID-19 during winter break, saying there are only 13 pediatric ICU beds available in that county, and they're concerned about what's next. Now, we talked about this yesterday, we talked about this last week a little bit, LPA LPS is adjusting. They're masking policy. Middle schools, high schools, they're recommending that folks wear them, but not requiring that they wear them. Elementary schools are still requiring there. The state's largest district, OPS, is, is already requiring masks for all students in all building, um, but some of the other ones, like Westside saying face masks optional for vaccinated students. Um, Miller has masks optional. I think that's been that way for a while as well, but you do now have some folks at UNMC saying, hey, school shouldn't be making these changes right now. We will see what kind of impact that has. And by the way, the other thing, I, I, I just want to Repeat this from yesterday. And I talked about it a little bit earlier on the show today. On Tuesday, keep in mind the health department said they have five, five confirmed cases of Omicron, Omicron, Omicron in Lancaster County so far. So it's not really uh, whatever whatever's happening with this for for you know more cases, maybe less intense sickness, whatever it is. This isn't it yet. And I kind of thought, and I'll be honest, I'm, I'm correcting myself as as much as anything, but I had kind of assumed we are going through sort of what a lot of the rest of the country is right now. But that's, that's happening in the coming weeks. That's not happening already. We will see what that looks like exactly here in Lancaster County and in the state. All right, moving on. Number
0: three. Well...
1: Time to go to the gas station or the grocery store and get those Powerball tickets responsibly. Powerball jackpot going to head into the new year and nearly half a million dollars. No big winners announced with yesterday's Powerball drawings. The jackpot now up to $483 million, dollars, so about half a billion there. It's been nearly three months since someone hit the big jackpot. The next drawing won't take place until Saturday. January 1st, so you got time to get yourself a ticket, get yourself some some hot chocolate, and uh, curl up on the couch by the fire and watch bowl games until they read the numbers. In case you're wondering, by the way, the largest Powerball jackpot was ever was at $1.5 billion in 2016. Now, Caleb always gets mad at me when I say this, but at some point there's diminishing returns on winning that much money. I still try. I still think it's a it's a fun game to think what the most money you would want to win is, and some of you might say infinite. I don't think that's the I don't think that's the case at all. I'm thinking it's in the ten to twenty million range. I like think that's kind of a good place to be. I mean, one point five billion. Good night. That's ridiculous. So we will see. Of course, Lincoln has a history, guys. Lincoln has a history of selling the jackpot winner. I don't know if that means that. Lincoln can get hot for that multiple times. I mean, this was like 20 years ago, but 18 years ago, but uh, or that means they did it once in are you know, kind of out of luck that, that that time happened. Crazy story about the time when uh, the one was sold over the U stop on West O uh, with the Cook's employees. Two things. I bought exactly one Powerball ticket in my life. I had a friend buy me one that night. He was coming over, and he was like, hey, I'm going to buy a Powerball ticket. There's a big jackpot. You want me to get one? I said, I don't know. What the heck? It's the one Powerball ticket I've ever bought in my life, and the grand prize was won in Lincoln that night, and it wasn't me. So I figure that was my chance. Then number two the next day that next sunday it was drawn on a saturday i was when i was practicing law i was preparing for a trial the next monday and uh, i was in my uh, i was in my office getting ready and lo and behold find out the next day that the winners of the lottery at that point were needing an attorney after they figured out that they won and they just went through we used to have something called a telephone book where you would go through and look up numbers and they went alphabetically through the attorneys till they found someone who was in their office that Sunday. They got to H, and they found someone who was in their office. They had a few more letters to go until I might have uh, gotten to be standing on the podium with those guys. But nonetheless, I uh, wonder how they're do- all doing right now. Seems like about time for another recap on exactly how everyone's life went after winning the lottery. All right, moving on. Number two. Oh, man. Oh, I am ready... And I I think a lot of you are probably, too. We haven't done real... I don't know what the most significant travel that my family and I have done since 2020. The beginning of 2020. I went to Minneapolis for the game this year. That was probably it. Been to Des Moines. The Grinnell, Iowa area a couple of times. Well, maybe here's an option for 2022. Uh, So, National Parks had such a successful 2021 due to people just looking for things to do that were safe during the pandemic, national parks are going to waive entrance fees for a number of days in 2022. Now, most national parks do offer free admission, but the most popular parks, the ones that you really want to go to, have entrance fees ranging from $5 to all the way up to $35. So they're going to completely waive all of them on the following days. Monday, January 17th, that's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, Saturday, April 16th, which is the first day of National Park Week. Thursday, August 4th, which is the anniversary of the Great American Outdoors Act. Saturday, September 24th, National Public Lands Day. And then Friday, November 11th, Veterans Day. So if you're looking for maybe a... Maybe a drivable trip that's on a budget. This might be something to think about, depending on where you're going. The most popular ones, of course, Yellowstone. I've never been to Yellowstone. Maybe I should go to Yellowstone this year. Yosemite in California. Denali in Alaska. I don't think I'm going there. Everglades in Florida. And I'll throw this out. Rocky Mountain National Park is always one one of my favorite places to go. I've been there lots of times, but free annual passes available for U S military members and their dependents, U S veterans and gold star families. So there you go. All right, let's finish this thing out. Number one, Husker sports. They've been on hiatus. Yeah. I mean, I guess the good thing is there hasn't been any, as uh, as I call them groin kicks for Husker fans for a few days because there haven't been games. But on the other hand, coming off the high of that whole run by the volleyball team, I'm, I'm kind of ready to get going again with some games where well, you don't have to wait much longer. Amy Williams, unbeaten women's basketball team, takes on the Michigan State Spartans in a road game today as the team gets back into conference play. Now Nebraska's still... I know we all check this every Monday, all right? Some of us do at least. They're still unranked in the AP poll. They they've been in the others receiving votes for a few weeks now. Uh, like 31st, 30th, 29th if you if you count them all out and figure out where they are. And there just hasn't hasn't been much movement there. But this is good news. They sit at number seven in the NCAA's NET ranking. So that's like the the RPI. That's the big computer model that the selection committee looks at and uses in making selections and seedings for the NCAA tournament. So the computers think Nebraska women's basketball is significantly better than the media do. But I will tell you this. They are – you are going to know a lot about this team – about two weeks from now, because the schedule gets kind—I mean, this is kind of a brutal run that they're going to go through after today. Now, today isn't necessarily that Michigan State—they're seven and six—and you know it'll be a—it should be a good game. I remember uh, Nebraska a couple years ago. Nebraska uh, went to East Lansing on like New Year's Eve and just had a terrible call, lose the game for them. But after that, listen to this stretch: Number nine Michigan comes in to Lincoln on Tuesday night, the fourth. Uh, Iowa comes into Lincoln. They're number 21 in the nation. They come in Sunday at 1 o'clock on January 9th. And then Nebraska goes to number 8, Indiana, which is the second uh, best team according to NET rankings in the Big Ten. And then they get Iowa, because of a scheduling quirk, they get Iowa again exactly one week after they faced them, but that time it will be in Iowa City. And then they've got Rutgers after that. Who is always good? So really, that I mean, so you count this Michigan State game and that Rutgers game at the end, six games, and you come out of that thing four and two. I I mean, I, seriously, four and two looks pretty darn good, and you're cruising. But uh, Amy Williams has done a great job. That team, I'll tell you what, if you haven't haven't watched a lot of them, tune in. They are fun to watch. Um, uh, they they play like a team. Uh, John Baylor was on talking about it with me on Tuesday. He was like, it's great. They're running plays. They're unselfish. They're doing all the all these things right. And so I really enjoy watching them. I have a plan to watch this game uh, on TV with my daughter today at 2 o'clock. She's become a, a very big fan of theirs as well. So uh, that's going on. By the way, it'll also be on our sister station with Matt Cookney and Jeff Griesch. That'll be on B107.3 tip off. little afternoon special here on Matinee for Big Ten Basketball Nebraska Women and Michigan State. By the way the men don't get going again until Sunday night. They've got Ohio State coming into Lincoln on Sunday night pending, you probably have to say this for every game, pending COVID availability, but Ohio State did have a game cancelled earlier this week. So far that game looks like it's going to go forward but as we've seen with bowl season, basketball games, everything else, it can change at the drop of a hat. All right. That's it for your morning drive. By the way, again, thank you this week to our new sponsor for Morning Drive. They're brought to you by Stonebridge Insurance and Wealth Management. All right, we'll grab a break right now. Bring you to the top of the hour right after this on Lincoln's News and Talk, 993 klin If you're thinking about a New Year's resolution this year, like almost across the board, whatever it is, it is going to be more attainable if you get better sleep um and i probably don't even have to tell you that but what you know exercising more eat healthier parent with patience uh, be more um efficient with your time i'm telling you what a good night of sleep contributes to so many different things that we're thinking about doing better and so you want to enhance your chances of doing that now's the time to just think about that bed that you're sleeping on and it's a great time to get a sleep number bed Uh, I mean, it always has been, but there's great deals right now I'm going to tell you about here in just a second. But my own experience is that we had a box spring mattress that we had inherited um, back when we first got married, slept on it for years. I didn't really know any better. Uh, Then I had a chance to try the sleep number bed right in the store. You can do that. You can lay on the bed, try it out. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is. This is way better. This is way more comfortable for the way I sleep than my old bed. And so decade later, and I'm still sleeping on a sleep number bed, and I plan to going forward. It makes all the difference in the world. I'm going to a hotel this week, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to miss my bed. I always do miss my bed. And you want that to be the case for your home, and you will have that with sleep number. My sleep number setting is 40. My wife's sleep number setting is 25, so it's different on each side. Smart bed features are incredible to learn what works for you When you get your best sleep, and it'll make sure that's happening every single night. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep, which starts with sleep number adjustability. Don't miss Sleep Number's New Year's special. Save up to $1,000 on Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds Plus special financing. That ends Monday, January 3rd. By the way, the uh, credit, excuse me, the financing is subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Or check out the store here in Lincoln, just east of Cotton or No, next to Whole Foods. Stop in and tell them Jack sent you. 7.58 758 LNK today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. This December 30th, 2021. All right. One more hour in the year's a radio program on LNK today with Jack and Friends, and we are going to make it a very good one. Robin Eschelman, Dave Alberts are going to join us. Uh, Girl Lincoln. We, we there's, there's a little bit of news, restaurant news this week. We'll probably jump a bit in into that. Uh, but the other thing we'll do is look back at 2021 but also maybe more importantly look ahead uh, if you didn't see the paper this week robin i uh, had an editorial in there about the south beltway and kind of the visioning that goes forward about what the impact of the south beltway is going to be in lincoln and i think it's pretty fascinating looking forward to talking to her about that some more coming up in the next few minutes that's about 10 minutes away uh, and then also 8:35. stay tuned We're going to get the latest forecast. Dr. Ken Dewey, our weather and climate guru, we picked the perfect day for him to join us because if you missed it, the forecasts are starting to make it look like Saturday could be a significant snow event, including the Lincoln area. We'll get the up-to-date forecast for that. Plus, look ahead. Just how bad is winter in 2022 going to be? Ken Dewey will have the answers. 8 o'clock, KLI and Lincoln. Welcome back, LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN, December 30th, 2021, our last hour of LNK Today for the year. But we got a good one for you. I'm excited about it. Uh, coming up in about 25 minutes, Dr. Ken Dewey is going to join us. Tell us about the snow that's coming with the latest forecast, and then maybe more of a long-term look, too, into the winter that is ahead of us I've been saying it. I just think we're due for it to be uh, bad, but hopefully I'm wrong. And uh, Dr. Dewey will let us know what he is seeing right now. But right now it is uh, time to uh, talk to the Grow Lincoln team. Dave Albers in studio with me today. Hello, Dave. How are you doing today? Hello, gentlemen. How Good are to you? Talk to you? Good. And uh, Robin Ashleman on the phone with us. Morning, Robin. Happy early new year.
4: Good morning, and happy New Year to all of you.
1: Thank you. Um, so, I want I want to do some kind of larger picture things that I know Robin had a uh, piece in the Journal Star to that I, I want to talk about first. Uh, there was a little bit of restaurant news, well, a decent amount of restaurant news this week that I just yeah. wanted to. I talked about it on the show, but I just wanted to kind of get you guys' thoughts on this as, as well. Uh, closings were announced. This week, uh, kind of three different situations, but Rudabeg is uh, here in Lincoln on O Street. Announced that they'll close uh, the Brewskis on South Street is closing their original. That's our original location, the one that's across from Brian West, and then Honey Creek in Waverly. Which was a Munch Madness winner back in the day. They won Best Breakfast for for Munch Madness. They are also closing their doors, guys. It, it was, it's kind of interesting because I know Brewski said that theirs wasn't necessarily about a, a you know business decision not not making ends meet or not staff. They basically just said we had a lease dispute uh, with this thing. We couldn't yeah. stay there at that point. So that that happens. That right? does
6: happen. Yeah, uh, and I I suspect that they were. They also sat around and said, hmm... If we don't have this location open, our staffing issues might be resolved. Ah, also, that's that's a good point as well. So uh, because you know a lot of those restaurants are having staffing issues, I, and I, I, I'm not discounting what they said, but I mean that might be yeah. another uh, advantage to. Them
1: and maybe you to, wait a little while and, and kind of see in maybe another locations. But Honey Creek, for instance, they they were said it was about staffing. They were hoping to sure. stay open for 50 years and just had a hard time getting staffing. Robin, you know that's uh, it, that's sort of the i don't know the frustrating thing i'm very frustrating for the businesses but it's like we're coming into much madness and i want to tell people hey support these places go you know go patronize them do those sorts of things and while that helps that's not necessarily the problem it continues to be issues with so many of these local businesses with staffing and other than going and washing dishes for them it feels like there's not a ton that you can necessarily do to, to help these places what are your thoughts on that
4: Well, you know, you could get staff if you paid them a million dollars, right? Right. So there's some point at which you could offer a wage that you could actually attract people. And what that would mean to us as consumers is in order to do that, we would have to be willing to pay a higher price for breakfast. Yeah. And I know just from talking to so many of my own restaurant clients that are out looking how afraid they are of the public and how afraid they are to raise their prices. But, you know, we've we've taken a couple trips this year. We've been out of town to a couple different cities. Restaurant prices in other cities are much, much higher than they are in Lincoln, Nebraska. And I kind of wonder if maybe some of that is just going to have to occur or we're just going to have to to see a price adjustment. Otherwise, there's there's going to be a Darwin effect that's probably going to occur mm-hmm. in
1: 2022. Yeah, and, and it just seems, because I'd love to get on the mic here and say the best way to help these places, but it, that might not be what it is right now. You know, at other times, especially during the beginning of the pandemic, we were like, still support, order out, you know, do these things to to make sure that they've still got commerce happening. But that's not the only problem right now. So that's no. why yeah, I say it's if, a little frustrating. If the
4: cost of chicken doubles or triples, yeah. we're going to have to pay the cost of chicken. Yeah. You know. And so what I would say is, if your favorite place raises prices, do not complain. Okay. Know? All right. There you go. <laughs> <Just> don't
1: grumble. <laughs> that, some of us will have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll have to grit your teeth, but it might be worth it to keep these to places. Keep your yeah. To keep right. these restaurants and. Um, and I think people have been doing that to, you know, when I, I, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I've been more generous in tipping than I used to be. Yeah. I think, yeah. um, you know, even in situations that I might not have, I do, because I'm thankful. I'm thankful that there are people there who are, you know, who are there that right. day. Right. Because I bet that was honestly the thing. One of the big stories about 2021, when I look back at it from just a local business perspective, going to places and having them closed when you didn't expect them to be. Yeah. Or yes. or just out of service essentially mm-hmm.
6: multiple times. Yeah.
4: And, and, yeah, that makes you afraid to try again.
6: One of the things that uh, is happening in the fast food industry in particular is that they're only doing that drive-through and that is Helping their staffing right. requirements, also or several places that did, and that. Yeah. several of them have just will close their dining room areas mm-hmm. because they just don't have the staff. Yeah, these things will they'll work themselves out over time. Yeah, they'll work themselves out. Good. So good.
1: I because we, we you know <laughs> the I, these businesses that have been around for a long time. I mean, somebody had just. Texted in Chicken Rich. Texted in and and he said he went to Honey Creek last night uh, to say goodbye. Best burger of side of onion strings in the world. So yeah, you hate to see these, uh, these places yeah. that are local treasures uh, that just have to close their door because of what's happening right now. Hey, Robin, uh, nice piece in uh, in the Journal Star about the South Beltway. I enjoyed that. It got me it got me kind of fired up. If you if you haven't uh, had a chance to to look at it, Robin wrote a piece kind of about the South Beltway and a chance to think about the future and, and what it might look like. Tell us a little bit about the the impetus for this, this piece and how you developed it.
4: Well, you know, it, it seems like something good to do at the end of a year. Looking back, the Beltway was one of the, the most monumental construction projects that Lincoln saw in 2021. And... You know, I had some relatives from Chicago who came in over the summer and we went driving around and I was just showing them where the casino is going to be coming in. And then we drove down to where they we had heard that the, they were building the Beltway and that you could see it now. So we drove down there to look at it. And, you know, these, these are relatives from Chicago. Their minds were blown. They were like, oh, my gosh, look at that. Um, because we just don't see, you know, Chicago-sized construction projects in Lincoln very often. Um, and so it seems, you know, I was telling the Journal-Star board this might be a, a good time of the year to look forward. What could this be in the future? You know, we do have some long-range city maps with some, you know, dots and oranges for commercial. and But, you know, I think maybe the time has come to have... Some sort of a local citizenry or business leadership group come forward, kind of like what we did in the early 2000s pre-arena, you know, where we had some local business people that came forward and said, you know, we want to do this, we want to develop Antelope Valley in the West Haymarket, and they they formed this little group. And the 2015
1: called, Vision Group, right? Yeah,
4: yeah the Vision 2015, <laughs> yeah. and it took a decade or two for them, but they invested in these neighborhoods in in these areas and they worked really hard with the city to create you know something long term there and i threw a lot of things against the wall in that editorial piece i don't have a whole lot of inside information i'm not saying that the kind of things i had in my list are things that are looking i'm just saying Can we think about this? Look what what Kansas City did. Look what Des Moines did. Nebraska companies went there and invested there. What could we do here?
1: Yeah, Yeah. you were thinking big, um, uh, bigger than I even have have thought about. I mean, just give me an idea, for those who haven't read it, just the the, the type of possibilities that you brainstormed, that that you thought of when you imagine uh, what it looks like 10 years down the road.
4: Well, you know, starting with Monolith, who is already located – down close to there. You know, maybe some of that growth won't necessarily be up towards Lincoln. Maybe it'll go out towards them. Um, But, but, you know, here was a California company that was willing to come here. Mm -hmm. And could we attract more corporations to come around them? now that we have this beltway put in that'll give you quick access to Lincoln. Um, you know, could could we be like Kansas City in some ways? Could we get a professional sports team? A water park. I've I've wondered for years, why can't we get a water park here? <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't that be fun? You know, yeah. you know, are there are there certain kinds of museums? Um, I didn't put this in the list, but you've got a lot of lakes down there. Could the state Um, you know, augment some of those and make a really super nice recreational area with some of the lakes we have in that area. I mean, there's Hmm. all sorts of different things that we could do once we figure out, you know, where the bypass connections are going to all be. And, and we start thinking broadly about this. Why not dream big? Yeah.
1: Dave, I'm curious when you kind of, I mean, you're very familiar with that area When you kind of envision what this is going to look like. What would it be conducive to? What do you
6: think that area looks like 10 years down the road? The only thing I ever uh realize about when you try to create a plan like that is it won't go according to the plan that you created you've got to just wait and you got to do what Robin talked about. I think that's a great idea to to get a group of people to come up with a plan, but you know something will break out and we'll we'll start something and be the catalyst for that for that particular area
1: What kind of traffic is going to be normal in that? area. I mean that I mean that largely de- de-
6: defines what ends up developing there, right? Well, the truck the, the trucks you know, it will be really nice to not have them have to drive through town. Mm-hmm. So and that's the number one thing you can think about. And then all of the commuters that are going between Kansas City and and uh Iowa and Missouri and driving to western uh parts of our state, what west of uh Lincoln. Yeah. You know, it's going to be way more convenient for them to not have to drive through town
1: so, Robin, I think what I'm re- getting thesis bottom line is you were b- talking about bringing back Cool Crest, right? That's what I got out <laughs> of this.
6: <laughs> when you brought up swimming uh, uh, facility. I thought, oh boy, we're gonna, we're gonna have to put in a, a cool Crest. one
1: final time in the year. I had to get my uh, <laughs> I had to get my reference. Well, I I th- I, I like the piece, Robin, and and you know I like, visioning and thinking of of those things, and uh you know thinking big probably is the right thing to do here. That's you know I think that's a Big part. I was at uh, reception for Winnie Birdsall a couple of nights ago, and you know we talked. We talked on the air and talked to her a little bit about just how much the city has changed in in the years since she's been at the helm yeah. of the chamber. And that's what it was 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 thinking big. That's what Robin was referring to yeah. also. And so uh, I think that's the route that you go here on this one too.
4: Yeah, yeah, and and it's got to be a marriage between what you know the planners want to see and what the market wants you know if you get a group of business leaders together they're going to have a sense of whether you know is there a market for some sort of trucking nexus is there you know is there a market for entertainment if you get the business people together with the city that's where you can figure out where the market wants to go
1: yeah gotta have the gotta have the 20 bring the highway diner over there right we gotta have the 24 (laughs) got to have the huge gas station with showers available right (laughs) gotta have that as well uh probably about four scooters along the way i'm guessing (laughs) we could have a i I think we could probably envision a lot of it right now as steven writes in and he's got said we're gonna need a car wash down there (laughs) (laughs) for sure lincoln (laughs) if we get dreadfully behind in the By the way, that is going to be, guys, that is going to be my memory of the trend of twenty twenty one business wise in Lincoln is going to be the ridiculous explosion of car washes in this city. I mean yeah. and they're expensive. How, how did anyone to build how did anyone pre twenty nineteen even have a clean car in this city without <laughs> all the options that are available now? Uh, That's what (laughs) I always wonder. Uh, Dave, I know you had a permit that that you thought might be interesting. We'll we'll throw that in here at the very end because you had mentioned that, and I thought it was fascinating.
6: Yeah, uh, a permit came came through for the Chateau at Yankee Hill, which is about 40th and Yankee Hill. Mm, They may use the South Beltway. Yeah. Well, some people might. Uh, Their clubhouse and their fitness facility... $4,922,000 Four million nine hundred twenty-two thousand dollars is what it's. I'm moving so much for my lead place penthouse. I'm moving that, to Yankee. That Hill. must be a big <laughs> fitness facility.
1: I was a, a short time downtown resident. Gone out going to uh, going to South
6: Lincoln. <laughs> uh, that yeah, that's not my goodness. That's a that's a that's an expensive facility. Yeah, but I mean I can see it. You got to realize how many apartments are going to be going in there and. You know, in order to have one clubhouse fitness area for all those apartments, I could, I could see where you okay, could get up there.
1: That, I I think I've underestimated just what an explosion in that part of town is coming, just yeah. in terms of development. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's, it's going to be huge. You're going to have a high school, I mean, all new traffic, high school, Beltway all of those things when cool Crest opens I mean there's just gonna be cars lined up everywhere um, hey uh, Robin and Dave I, j- I want to thank you guys I always look forward to 810 on Thursdays it's fun to talk about Lincoln it's fun it's fun to talk about new stuff uh, especially it's fun to imagine I know we got we got closings and stuff in there as well but uh, this is kind of kind of the essence of what I like this show to be about so I appreciate all the work I know it's a lot of work that you guys do to make it happen and do your show as well at noon on Saturday so Robin Uh, Since you're on the phone, thank you so much. I appreciate it.
4: Well, thank you, Jack. It's been wonderful working with you all these years.
1: Appreciate that. All right, Dave. Have a good. Find more clubhouses. Find more four million dollar <laughs> clubhouses in twenty twenty three. Okay, twenty twenty two. Excuse me. Well, we'll see what we'll see what comes up. Sounds absolutely. Good. All right, and more car washes. Uh, all right, there we go. Robin Edstrom and Dave Albers grow Lincoln. Here hear at noon on Saturdays and at eight ten here with me every Thursday on KLIN. By the way, hit them up on social media if you see something in twenty twenty two that's being built. You want to know what it is? They usually can find out. All right, we'll grab a break right now before sports. It's
0: eight twenty six on KLIN. Sign up for the daily at KLIN.com to get today's top local and Husker news sent straight to your email. 19993KLIN. 19 degrees
1: in the capital city. I started doing wind chills again yesterday. We were flirting right around zero. And you may say, Jack, you must have called Dr. Ken Dewey last night and said, hey, looks like we got snow coming now. Let's get him booked on the show. Not true. The two of us have just been doing this so long, we've developed a perfect sense of timing and... Uh, Two weeks ago, we decided he was going to come on this morning, and what do you know, our first major winter storm of this winter pops up, and we are two days in advance of it. Good morning and early Happy New Year, Dr. Dewey. How are you doing? Hey, good
7: morning, everybody. Um, we're about to see a major change going on, and you are right. We talked a couple weeks ago because I was traveling, and I said, well, you know, I'll be back home for Christmas, and then uh, I think Thursday is going to be an important day because that's the computer models are saying we're going to flip this to a completely different pattern. You know, through yesterday, we were the second warmest December on record. Then yesterday happened, and we fell to the fifth warmest, December on record. And today will be okay. It's going to be near normal. But, boy, we've got some brutal cold coming up. We've got snow to talk about. We might want to look back at what has happened this month and this year. It's up to you, Jack. Start yeah. asking your questions. Well, why,
1: don't, why don't we go back? We'll do back, present, future, uh, you know, kind of like a, a Christmas carol. Uh, okay. <laughs> this whole thing. We'll do the uh, well, the, right. the ghost okay. of November and, and December past. But, yeah, I, I mean, you, you look back on this and it just, I mean, I wore my winter coat once and that was on the night that we went out and did caroling. Other than that, I just haven't even gotten it out. And I, I mean, I'm starting to forget that November and December can be cold, can be really wintry. Uh, we just haven't seen that really for a couple of years here in the capital city.
7: Well, I like what my daughter said. She said, you know, we get five months of winter this year. We're only going to get three because November and December we didn't have any winter. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it has been above normal since August. So wow. August, September, October, November was way above normal. And then they said December was running way above normal on Christmas Eve. When I arrived back in Lincoln, they were golfing at Holmes Lake. Yeah. This is amazing. And uh, it has, so we've been lulled into complacency. It's almost like we all moved the state of Nebraska down to about Oklahoma or so, so far this winter. But, Jack, we're a little concerned about what's up north. But before we get there, we've only had 0.8 inches of snow. And that's pretty darn unusual. Um, In fact, this is the second least amount of snow we've ever had as we approach New Year's Eve. 1933, they only had a half inch as they approached New Year's Eve. But in 2006, New Year's Eve, that actual eve, we had seven and a half inches of yeah. snow. That was the latest first snow we've ever had. So our first snow is very late. It should be early, mid-November, and it was down into December. Um, and we're, we've been running very warm. We've been lulled in complacency. And it's been 60 degrees below zero in the Arctic. Because, Jack, the big feature of the month of December is it's going to get cold up in the Arctic. There's no way to stop that. Mm -hmm. And the cold never came out of the Arctic, so it got colder and colder and colder. And it was 60 degrees. That's a six and a zero. 60 degrees below zero Fahrenheit last week up in the central Arctic. And that cold air can't stay there all winter. It's got to start coming down. Uh, And that's what we're going to see now is surges of cold air coming down. And before we talk about the snow, we've had a beautiful delayed winter and we're going to get winter now it is here um coming this weekend and you know saturday into sunday we could go to 10 degrees below zero and if we do look back at last year probably the most important thing that ever happened was in february when we got to 31 degrees below zero yeah and i want to remind everybody that last year december we had 11 inches of snow almost a foot and this year just 0.8 just less than an inch and then january last uh this year uh, we had 18.9 inches of snow and february 16.6 inches of snow (laughs) that was a lot of snow and then it's abruptly stopped in the middle of february winter was over and it all melted away Mm -hmm. and a few years ago in 2019 we had 23 inches of snow in february it all melted in one day in march and we had that big flooding event in eastern Nebraska. Mm-hmm. So, so far, warm and dry. It's been a beautiful fall, and we're now going to crash right into winter. But as I said, I love it. My daughter said, well, we're only getting three-fifths of a winter this year. That's, we didn't get November and December. That's true,
1: but I I don't know if there's any science behind this, but I always assume when November and December go well uh, or, or, or you, you know, you get good months of weather or weather that I like that we're going to pay back for it in the coming months. Is, is there, I mean, is there any scientific reality to that?
7: Yes. There always is because the atmosphere tries to balance itself out and uh, that we've, we've had these shorter winters, but intense January's and February's. And that's of course what I worry about right at this point, we're going to need to look at this in a few weeks to see if this signal Right now, it looks like surges of cold air coming down. Can you imagine 10 below zero on Saturday, Sunday morning, and we were up in the mid-70s a couple weeks ago. That's 80 to 90-degree temperature change in Nebraska. But if this is going to lock in, then we're going to stay below zero night after night after night. But that's not what we're looking at right now. Okay. So it's, there is scientific evidence that if we go one extreme, the atmosphere tries to balance in the other direction. That's just kind of natural. So, yes, if we've had a very mild start to winter, sometimes we get a brutal uh, introduction to winter. And you know what, Jack? We're not ready for this. No. Uh, when I went to the mailbox yesterday, I'm going... This is miserable. It's awful. Well, it wasn't that cold. It could be 20, 30 below zero this time of year. I I know. we're not used to it, and it's going uh, to even
1: more. The weather has wussified us uh, here with, with winter, and that's going to oh, really okay. hit uh, hard. Now, now, Dr. Dew, let's move from the ghost of winter past to the ghost of winter present. Last night, I started to see, oh, this, people are starting to put out snowfall maps. I thought this was just going to be a light snow, and I see National Weather Service Omaha uh, has put Lincoln squarely in the four to six inch range. What's happening with this storm, and how certain are we right? Now, of the track that it's going to take?
7: First of all, everybody beware of social media. And Rusty, my really good friend and colleague, Rusty Dawkins, points out all the time that somebody's going to find a map and it's going to be 30 feet of snow and we're all going to be buried under snow. No, don't get carried away by social media. Deal with the people you trust. Listen to the people on KLAN Radio as they update this on the news. Listen to my colleague and friend, Rusty Dawkins, and I'm here to also tell you that it's 100% probability it's going to snow. Now, the amount of snow typical of winter storms will vary north and south it'll be less to the north of us and more to the south of us as that as that path shifts we could move into the six seven eight inches of snow or we could drop down into one two three inches of snow so at this point four inches is the most likely it's going to have to be plowed off your driveway and your sidewalk and we'll probably have to do some streets I'm encouraged by seeing 40-degree temperatures next week to try and melt that off the roads again. Mm -hmm. But this is what has happened, is we've been watching this storm for actually over a week. The computer models know that it was going to happen. It's loaded with moisture, but there is, oh, you know me, I'm, you know, even though I'm known as Dr. Doom by some people, because (laughs) you have me on when, when bad things happen, but The good news about this is it's not a 30 degree wet snow that's going to be icy and all that. It's going to blow around. It's going to be fluffy. It's not going to be one of those heavy March snowfalls and it's not going to be filled with freezing rain and that kind of stuff. So it's going to be a cold snow. Uh, Pace yourselves when you go outside. The wind chills will be below zero on Saturday morning and the snow will abruptly begin somewhere around midnight. I'm hoping it holds off because I'd like to remember December as the year that we had only 0.8 inches of snow going into the new year. I want to keep that going. But we're guaranteed 100% it's going to snow. The amount right now most likely, which doesn't mean guaranteed, but most likely is around 4 inches.
1: Okay. And and then once again, we've got one of those sort of steep gradients that we talk about this time of year. And then that I-80 seems to be the dividing line in the current form. What is it with I-80? Is there some kind of a, a a wall, a virtual wall that goes up over i So many times, I-80 is, is the dividing line between two sets of weather.
7: You know, one of the first things I noticed when I came to Nebraska is there's all, the, all of this weather folklore. And, and one of the things people told me is there are two dividers in the sky. An I-80 is one divider north-south, and then somewhere around Henderson is a divider between western Nebraska, which is a completely different kind of weather pattern than eastern Nebraska. So, yeah, there's some truth to that. This is just typical of where the storms come out of the lower Rocky Mountains and then they hook up into our area. It is a favored path. And in the textbooks, it shows that. The most favored path is a, a, a storm coming up through Kansas into Iowa, laying down snow from us into Minnesota. So yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, it's, it is in reality that actually is taking place.
1: I, I, I know you touched on this, but let's just detail the timing a little bit more. You were you were saying you hope it doesn't uh, get into December just for the numbers to be clean. Uh, it looks. I know that NWS was was projecting two, three in the morning. Uh, how long does the snow last? When can you get out and do your shoveling to to have it all done? Um, and and what's kind of the the length of of this system that's coming through?
7: Well. If you're retired like me, I'm just going to wait. Yeah. I'll get out there in March, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> my, fine. My groceries delivered, I don't know. But for the rest of everybody, it's a fast-moving system, and by Saturday afternoon, it's done. Okay. So it's not going to be a two to three day. So do you remember back 2009 yep. when it snowed so hard Christmas day, everything was shut down in Lincoln. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a two day snowstorm like that. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a fast moving system. Roaring up the plains it is going to be bitterly cold. Even the national weather service is forecasting a low Saturday night into Sunday morning, minus 11. That's pretty bad. But yeah. by Monday back up to around 40, Tuesday low to mid 40s. So that will melt off the roads. And it, as I said, it's not going to be icy. It'll get packed down if vehicles are out. You know, and another positive thing it's not a work day for most people. Yeah. Um, so people commuting back and forth, Lincoln to Omaha, is not occurring Monday through Friday. It's occurring on a Saturday. And it, in fact, is occurring overnight. So that it's not going to be right at rush hour on a Friday, for example. How horrible that would be! Yeah,
1: my family was happy to see the timing because we're going and visiting the in-laws on on uh, on the weekend in Iowa, and uh, it's we travel Friday and we travel Sunday, so the timing actually oh, works out pretty good. And I think that'll you know probably be the case for for a lot of people. All right, so now let's go to the ghost of winter future. Looking forward, I I've been bracing myself, as I said, to get paid back for November and. December. I know you, you kind of hinted at it uh, with the Arctic air right now, but what are the models showing the outlook is for January into February of 2022?
7: Well, first of all, Jack, I want to thank you for finally letting me talk about snow. I <laughs> asked you back in September, is it too early to talk about snow? You said yes. You asked me in July. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're very right. So, okay, um, The right now, this is the type of winter that is setting up where the cold air is going to send down shots of cold air, surges of cold air, if you will. This is going to last through January, and it looks like at this point January will be, well, it's always our coldest month anyway, but it will be colder than normal with this pattern. The question is how much moisture will we get? Will it be a snowy pattern? Probably not, but it'll be more likely we'll get these shots of cold air. The 70s are gone. The 60s are gone. The 50s are gone, and yet, you know, that's okay. We'll get 40s, and when we get into the 40s and it's sunny, We'll melt the snow and ice off of the roads and the sidewalks. But it's, it's not a winter that looks like it's going to repeat last year. And I know people are worried about that. Mm-hmm. You know, where it just it got so deep, there was an was amazing amount of snow. But it looks like we'll have these repeated blasts of cold air. Poor Canada. They're, they're, it's one of the coldest winters on record up there, and it's going to stay that way. But we have all of this warm air to our south still, and it's a warmer-than-normal winter off to our south. So we are, as I've used an analogy before, at the 50-yard line when it comes to winter twenty-one, twenty-two, and we're going to have a battle between the warm and the cold, a battle which, by the way, produced a record number of tornadoes in the month of December in Nebraska and Iowa, and we had a relatively tornado-free year, but that energy balance with 90-mile-an-hour winds in Lincoln, temperatures in the mid-70s, and below zero just north of the Canadian border, we had a major record-breaking event. Um, I was traveling, so I didn't get to see that personally, but we're going to have this battle all winter, not 90-mile-an-hour winds not tornadoes, but the warm air will be lingering just off to our south, and the cold air will be hovering up in Canada. So expect January and February to be annoying, especially because we've had a warm fall but not that much snow. And then it should be a quick end. These type of winters end abruptly mm. towards, towards the end of February. And then, um, you know, early March, we're back out there doing uh, grilling and stuff like that. So yeah, it's going to hurt because we're not used to this cold. And it'd be like, you just, You know, you live in Dallas, and you've come up here for the winter, and you go, wait a minute, what's happening? It's going to be an abrupt change, and you'll feel it. 11 below zero Saturday morning. I mean, Sunday morning. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. Uh, six, uh, Six weeks. Let's get through six weeks, Dr. Dewey, and we'll get that, hopefully, that abrupt end that you were talking about. When you put it like that, if you chopped off November and December already, I feel like I can do it.
7: We couldn't do this, Jack. It's just, you know, six weeks. I hate it's winter so
1: much. Yeah. Man, I hate it. Uh, okay. I know, me
7: too, and I've lived here for many years. I know,
1: I know. Yeah, and I can't believe I, di- I didn't even bring up the uh the, the severe weather. It's crazy, Dr. Dewey, because w- we came in and we did live coverage that day uh, for a couple hours in the afternoon. It was such an interesting storm because, as you know, it was moving so quickly. But tornadoes were – I mean, I have never been – I've done a lot of severe coverage in the 16 years. I have never heard that weather radio go off like it was around the state for tornado warnings, just popping up every every minute. I mean, any time of year have I seen that. And and the other interesting thing is that was the first time that we've had weather severe enough for – I think we said it was almost a year and a half that we had had to do live coverage. It had been that long.
7: Oh, it is amazing. I I love the film footage and I might put in my I might do an end of year review. Um KOKN TV uh, opened up their front door and they said, Look at the hurricane and it looked like a hurricane sweeping across that parking lot when that storm swept over the city of Lincoln.
1: Yeah, it was um, boy, it was a, it was a crazy day, and then just like that, it was out of here.
7: Yep. <laughs> I mean, hey, yeah, I want everybody to remember when I mentioned social media that um, Dewey weather on Facebook, it's all weather and climate all the time. Once in a while, I'll sneak in a cute picture of dogs and cats playing together, and then on Twitter, it's K Dewey one. And I will always update the weather pattern as we're going along. Do any summaries and update the information from the National Weather Service, and maybe even throw in some photos if it's an interesting storm in the city of so everyone hey it's going to be a uh, friday night event you should be able if you come home right after the new year's bells start going off at midnight you should be okay and travel by sunday should be fine again um just cold and it looks like it's a short-lived uh, kind of like midnight to noon on saturday
1: okay all right so, and then and then i'll talk to you again in late january and we're going to talk about how there's Two weeks of winter left, okay? Exactly,
7: two, two to three you know, weeks. Just in case something weird happens in the meantime, <laughs> I'm always available.
1: And we always appreciate it. Hey, Dr. Yeah. Dewey, thanks again for another year of taking your time to join us. I hear from so many people how much they enjoy hearing your thoughts and hearing uh, just, just your personality and everything that goes along with it. And, man, we've been doing it for a long time. But I really appreciate you and looking forward to keeping it going in 2022.
7: Thank you, and I appreciate it as well. Everybody stay safe. I'm, I'm still kind of worried about the moniker of I'm Dr. Doom. But,
1: <laughs> we'll, yeah. We will see if we continue that in January. You could start working it off if we, if we do see some of those 50s in January. We'll see. Yeah, I want to be Dr. Sunshine. You
7: know,
1: <laughs> like that, so. Very good. Hey, thank you, Dr. <laughs> Dewey. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to all of you and the listeners. There thank it, you. It, Goodbye now. There you go, Dr. Ken Dewey. I love that guy. Love that guy. That was a little encouraging. That was more encouraging than I expected it to be, guys. Uh, melt this stuff off early. That's the worst. Okay, that's the, the worst is when you get that snow, that icing, and then it never gets warm enough to melt it off for weeks. That's number one, the worst. And then number two is the ridiculous winds. If we can minimize those two things. I've got the mental fortitude to get through winter. I know some of you guys like winter out there, I'm, I'm, but I think I'm in the majority. All right, we'll take a break. 835, wrap up the show for the year right after this. You are listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on Lincoln's News and Talk, 1499.3 KLIN. Waking up the capital city
0: with the help of Nitro Cold Brew Coffee from Broken Rail Beverage Company. This is 1499.3 KLIN.
1: All right, thank you very much, Brittany. Right now, 24 degrees in the capital city, a little sunshine here in Midtown, Lincoln. Well, that is it for the show. And the last minute, I just want to thank everyone uh, who's been listening to LNK today with Jack and Friends. This has been uh, our best year, uh, I think. And it's because of of you guys, the listeners, uh, your loyalty, your patience, your grace. That you give, uh, I'm not perfect by any means, um, and and I, <laughs> I get a chance to show that every single morning. But the the way that we've been able to interact with you this year through the text line and and kind of get to know you all a little bit better, it's made for one of my favorite years of radio. And uh, thanks, Johnny, for th- John for uh, uh, filling in this week, and and a huge thank to thanks especially uh, to Mark Vale and Caleb Henry who do so much here. Uh, they both do so much here. I'm, I'm glad they're getting some time off. I don't want Mark to be sick, but I'm glad they're getting some time off, and I can't wait to uh, to keep going into 2022, and I plan to do exactly that. Hey, have a great, happy, safe New Year. We will see you on Monday, 9 o'clock, KLI and Lincoln.